Welcome to the Love Sport Podcast. I'm Paul, your host today. Get me at Paul underscore football on Twitter. Get the Love Sport Podcast on Facebook and Twitter as well. And you can also join the Love Sport Podcast group to have a chat with uh, similar people as well. So we're just going to go over the NFL wildcard round really quickly. And that'll be it for this daily pod for Wednesday. So we had the divisional round. We started off with the 49ers and Seahawks. And look, at halftime, this game, uh, Brock Purdy going for seven or eight wins in a row. At halftime, Seahawks had a surprising lead after 49ers. Bit of game time mismanagement uh, in the first half. But they ended up uh, winning 41-23 after the Seahawks uh, put up a really good fight. As I said, um, they were 10-0 down early, actually, the Seahawks. And uh, Seattle ended up leading 17-16 at halftime. It was still pretty close at three-quarter time or at the end of the third quarter. Um, At at that stage, it was uh, 23-17. But they ran away with it in the last quarter. And, you know, Brock Purdy... 332 yards, 18 for 30, and three touchdowns. Um, Christian McCaffrey just doing what he does, 119 yards uh, with 15 carries. Just absolutely amazing. Uh, Samuel, Debo Samuel, with 133 yards and a touchdown. Brock Purdy also ran for 16 yards with a running touchdown. So they had a really good mix there, especially with the receiving. Ayuk uh, uh, with 73 yards, but only from three uh, receptions there as well, so fantastic. Uh, and McCaffrey with 17 receiving yards, um, really did well there. There was uh, interception as well, um, and, and also at, at, at a vital stage in the game um, for the Seahawks. I thought Geno Smith played pretty well, 25 of 35, um, two touchdowns. The interception was bad, but it was the fumble as well in the third quarter when they seemingly right back in the game and strip strip uh, strip sack basically in a fumble there. Uh, DK Metcalf trying to keep him in the game. He was fantastic, 136 yards and two touchdowns. But look, the 49ers, when they had the flex, they did. I think they'd probably be a little bit disappointed with the defense um, conceding 23 points, believe it or not. Uh, but that was a really good game in the 49ers, as people expected. Progress. Seahawks, what a fantastic year, really, for them um, to end up in the playoffs when a lot of people did not expect it. Uh, to lose, a, you know, you've got to say it, a franchise quarterback, a Super Bowl winner in Russell Wilson. Um, you know, they'd have to be they'd have to be pretty happy about where they were. They've got a bevy of draft picks as well, so things are looking up. Whether they continue with Gino, I think they will probably start with Gino uh, and go from there. The game of the round for me, and probably not if you're a Chargers fan, Chargers got out to a twenty-seven point lead partway or late into the second quarter before the Jags got a late touchdown. So they twenty-seven nil up. Let's just put that in context. And cruising at that stage. Um, Justin Herbert, I suppose where he fell down a bit, didn't get a lot of, uh, you know, he he got one touchdown. He wasn't the one to blame. There was no intercepts or anything. Uh, Eckler with two touchdowns and receiving. But they just didn't have a lot of receiving power, which I thought they would have there. Um, Sorry, Eckler with the rushing touchdown. Um, Everett with 109 yards. They spread it out a bit, but just didn't seem to be uh, what I thought You know, they would potentially be. They did get into a few sacks, but Trevor Lawrence with four uh, interceptions um, in the first half for the Jags just could not have had 
um, a worst first half, probably one of the worst first halves ever seen, um, and particularly in a playoff, was absolutely horrendous. But what the really good players do, the champions, and I'm not in any way saying Trevor Lawrence is a champion, four interceptions first half, comes out and throws four touchdowns in the second. Uh, Etienne, with uh, 109 yards, um, was really consistent. A lot of checkdowns to him, but that was fantastic. But um, Sorry, that was with rushing a few checkdowns as well. Uh, Ingram with 93 yards. They really spread out the receiving. And, you know, Kirk Jones, Ingram in the uh, um, second half really came into it. And uh, four touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence. And it was like Jekyll and Hyde. I don't think you'd say it anymore. And the Jags get up 31 to 30. Um, three points only for the Chargers in the second half. Uh, I think their offensive coach has been sacked uh, as of this morning as well. Just some really silly calls. They didn't take time off the clock. Just some really bad game management. And uh, it'll be one of those losses that the Chargers will just not believe. That, you know, the draw is open for them. And the Jags uh, now... Um, go through and you know great great season for them in the end they really came good in in the second half of the season and Trevor Lawrence hopefully a confidence builder for him as well Um, so the game that that really um, made me proud but obviously obviously disappointed Bills get up at home over the Dolphins a lot of people had this as a 10-12 point kind of blowout and you know early on uh, in the first quarter Buffalo go out to a 14-0 lead Miami really hit back in the second quarter, and at halftime it was 20 to 17. Um, remembering that that Skylar Thompson, third uh, third pick, or not third pick, but seventh round uh, pick, but third string quarterback for the Dolphins, played well enough in the big spots. Um, I think the the player calls and and also the lack of experience from Thompson probably cost Dolphins a, a, an upset win there. Um, and the um, Dolphins actually did take the lead um, in the third quarter and, and things were looking okay there, but Buffalo steadied and they will breathe a massive sigh of relief, uh, winning 34-31. Uh, Josh Allen, massive amount of yards, 352 yards, but he did throw a couple of uh, interceptions there as well. They spread out their rush, uh, which was good, and they were just so dangerous in the receiving core because they had two players with over 100 yards, uh, Diggs and Davis there as well. Um, so, you know, really good game. If you're a Finns fan, you'll be disappointed the way the season uh, kind of petered out. They were 8-3, and three, had to win their last game and hope that the, the Pats lost, which they did. Um, but, they, you know, it'll be an opportunity miss because everyone says, oh, you get better next year and this, that'll happen. You only get the year you're in. You only get the season you're in. But, look, Bills will sigh a huge, you know, huge sigh relief for them there through. Bengals did what they had to do against the Ravens. Um, not the greatest game ever since he was down 10-9 at halftime. They got through there. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, you know, underwhelming game. I think it was also the play calling, uh, but 100, uh, sorry, 209 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions there. Um, Jamar Chase uh, with a touchdown and 84 yards receiving only from nine targets there. For the Ravens, Huntley did his best to try and get him back in the game. They had their chances to win this. In fact, um, in the very late in the game, uh, the turning point was Huntley um, on a fourth down, right on the goal line, fourth and you know, fourth and goal. 
looked like he'd got over the line, like dived over the pack, looked like he'd reached out. Um, it was um, spoilt before, you know, it worked out that it was tapped out before he got across the line. 98 yards up the other end and Bengals take the lead and that was actually the turning point of that game. So Bengals did what they had to do, but the Ravens um, with a, another, you know, um, second string quarterback there uh, almost got through. So it was, um, yeah, Huntley was unlucky. It was literally centimetres, uh, if that. So um, looked really, really close, but um, the Bengals get through. Um, from there, the uh, Vikings and Giants played, and this was a backwards and back and forwards game. The Vikings that had, had won so many close games um, end up losing. They were right in it at half time. It was 17 14, just kept that way. They were, um, you know, backwards and forwards. And if you look on stats, which you can't always, you've got to watch a game, you know, 31 from 39. Cousins um, for 273 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, Hawkinson had a fantastic game in receiving um, with 129 yards receiving there. And the rushing, uh, Cook was the, um, you know, basically a battering ram for them. 15 carries for 60 yards. So in the end, though, Cousins had chances, a couple chances, and just you know, drop the ball short or just overthrew it. And it's been kind of the um, slant on, on Cousins for so long that when the games have to be win won, they weren't. On the other side, uh, Daniel Jones, 24 um, uh, attempts, uh, sorry, 35 attempts, 34, uh, 24 completed, 300 yards, two touchdowns. But it was also the rushing. This is every time the Vikings look to have um, the Giants in trouble, like on third and fourth downs. Daniel Jones, I don't know if you can have a game that, that makes you a franchise quarterback, but this seemed to be the one. There's been a lot of question marks on him because not only 300 yards and two touchdowns, but 78 yards rushing. He actually led the Giants rushing. They couldn't keep him in the pocket. And um, he just is a lot more athletic than people think. Uh, Hodgins with a touchdown and Bowinger as well. Um, for the Vikings there, as we said. Cousins, they really gave him the ball almost too often to throw. Um, uh, Osborne and uh, Smith Jr. with the touchdowns there. But it's what a season for the Giants, really. Not many people expecting them to make the playoffs. And then they go and upset the Vikings, who, um, look, a lot of people had said were overrated. I don't want to go down that path. But whew. And did we see the last game um, for... Tom Brady, so for the Bucks, he was awful. I know he did a nice little, um, you know, little flick play, doing his best, Patrick Mahomes. And 31-14 doesn't really tell the story of this game because the Bucks scored quite late. Early on, um, it just looked like Tom Brady didn't want to be hit. Um, there was a couple of times where he normally would have sat in the pocket, copped the hit and got the pass. But a couple of times yesterday, kind of pulled out of a couple and threw them over the top. And that was evident early on in the game where the Bucks could have taken a 7-6 lead. And Brady kind of didn't want to take the hit and leant back and threw it too high. Um, the Cowboys, wow. I mean, seriously, if you're any kind of kicker, if you're a soccer player at university or a football player at university and you're a kicker, um, you need to get over to the Cowboys because... Um, you know, Dak Prescott, absolute fantastic yesterday. Four touchdowns, 305 yards um, passing, um, you know, in the rushing Pollard, 
with 77 yards was good there, but it was it was Schultz and Lamb who were, and especially Schultz, three touchdowns was fantastic. Lamb with 68 yards and Gallup as well got a touchdown there. Um, but oh man, jeez, uh, do you want to be a kicker? Because Ma four missed kicks. So for the four first four touchdowns, Ma missed four after point attempts. He probably won't. It's such a great consistent kicker. But to miss four in a row in a playoff, I mean, that adds, I mean, they're automatic points. So, you know, like theoretically, you should be saying the Giants there 35 at least to 14. Um, junk time touchdown for the Bucks near the end made the scoreline so much more uh, flattering than it was. And it doesn't really matter what the scoreline is in playoffs because you're out, you're out. Um, so we go to the divisional round. Um, Chiefs have got the Jags, and I'm sure, I've got to be honest, I'm sure they're relieved or, or, or thinking, cool, that's a much better um, lineup than playing the Chargers. So the Chiefs at home to the Jags. Eagles were host the Giants, a divisional um, round, but a divisional playoff there. Bills will take on the Bengals, and look, that's going to be a far closer game than what people might think there. I think the Bengals have really come into form at the right time. Maybe the Bills are out of form. Um, and then uh, the 49ers taking on the Cowboys. So um, for, from an Australian perspective, we've got Sunday morning, we've got two games, Chief Jags, Eagles, Giants. Monday, we have the two other two games. We have the Bills and Bengals, 49ers, Cowboys. Really good games there. I think the only one that you know most people expect to probably be a blowout will be the Chiefs and Jags, and and I and I do think that will be the case. Um, so you know I'm going to say Chiefs by 14, Eagles Giants. Now you would expect the Eagles to win here, but geez, the Giants will be going in thinking, hey, nothing to lose, and we've got a decent team here. We'll get Daniel Jones, and the Eagles are going to have to really scheme up for Daniel Jones to to be the dual threat, which is going to, you know, that's got to throw any defensive unit out. They will be trying to plan for that, and maybe that opens it up for um, some, you know, really um, good, good passes there as well over the top. Bills, Bengals. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to tip the Eagles to beat the Giants in a really close one, um, but it'll be six points. Uh, Bills, Bengals. You know what? I'm going to go with Bengals and Joe Burrow upset here, and I'm going to say the Bengals by three. 49ers, Cowboys. Uh, now, you've got Brock Purdy, who's on a massive run, huge confidence. The team's playing all around him. Probably the best uh, overall squad in, in left in the playoffs um, even with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Um, Cowboys getting their kind of playoff um, chip off their shoulders. Man, this is going to be this is going to be close. Um, yeah, I just think overall the 49ers defense, um, you know, another tight one. I'm going to go three points there. So we've got the Chiefs to beat the Jags comfortably. Oh, the Eagles and Giants, it just keeps niggling at me here. The, the Eagles just... I think the Bengals in an upset over the Bills, and that could be my Miami Dolphins hat on there. And the 49ers beat the Cowboys, but I don't think, I think the only game that would absolutely shock you, let's go shock order. Okay, shock order would be Jags beating Chiefs. Then the Giants over the Eagles. Bengals over the Bills. 
and then the Cowboys over 49ers. So that's our shock order. Um, that's it. So really interesting divisional round. And then obviously um, we'll have the AFC and NFC championship rounds, which we'll cover in more depth. Um, let us know what you thought. It was a fantastic round um, of wildcard games. I think, you know, obviously there were two blowouts, the 49ers being the Seahawks, but really close at half time. Uh, and the Bucks beating the Cowboys, sorry, the Cowboys beating the Bucks was actually a blowout there. Um, Bengals Ravens was that turnover on the line. Um, Giants upsetting the Vikings, uh, as we said. Sorry, puppies didn't agree with that. As we said, um, Daniel Jones having a brilliant game. And the Jags, 27-0 down. It's one of those games. Did the Jags play a great second half? Yes, but did the Chargers choke? Absolutely. You can't lead 27-0, um, you know, partway through the second quarter and lose. Not, not when you're in complete control of the game. So that's it for us. A bit of a really quick... Um, NFL update there and let us know who you follow you can get me at Paul underscore football you can get the Love Sport podcast on Facebook and Twitter and you can join the uh, Facebook group as well so if you look for Love Sport podcast join we'll uh, we'll grab your details and accept you in there we'll speak to you next time